I was listening today, so there was a whistleblower came out. You know, Facebook went down for about six hours yesterday. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of, you know, um, people out there fishing now, you know, where they've gotten people's profiles. Well, so they they had a lady uh, yesterday and today who appeared in front of the uh, one of those committees the House has. And uh, she's supposedly a, a Facebook whistleblower. She was an employee for Facebook, Yelp, Google, and some other company. And, and she's come out and said that Facebook is dangerous to our democracy and to children. And that they sell people's information. That they don't disclose things to the government and to the public like they should. Blah, blah, blah. And I agreed with about 50% of what she had to say. The other 50% was we need to stop free speech, basically. Um, and the government needs to regulate all social media to where it's all strictly uh, rainbows and and you know, flowers and fucking unicorns. In other words, you can share pictures of your children and happy stories, but you can't say anything about politics or or any of that kind of stuff. There could, could be no discourse. In a, in a nutshell, that's what she's saying. Now she has she has some pretty she has some pretty good points and she has some pretty good information and she's got some credentials. Um but when you go in front of the government and tell them that they need to have more power and control, uh, you're asking for trouble. Well, yeah. So, so I agree to a certain extent that the government needs the government needs to intervene. Now, I mean, she literally said, "Hey, they they allowed China and and." the Taliban and all these people to infiltrate, you know, Facebook and, and they're indoctrinating people, but they're not reporting that and they're not handling it. They don't know how to handle it. They don't have the logistics to handle it. So that needs to be addressed. I get that part. But when you start, when you start saying that it all has to be all rainbows and unicorns and shit, and that you or I can't go on there and say, you know, F Joe Biden, um, you're infringing on the First Amendment and the freedom of speech. So there, there is a gray area. I don't know if there is a gray area. There's a... I, I don't know how they would go about doing that. I just don't... I, without infringing... Uh, I, Altogether, because the government can't freaking run the post office, and if they turn Facebook into you into a utility, then it kind of defeats defeats the purpose of having. It's no longer social media. It will become a CNN or you know what I mean. I I just don't think that's a good idea. Now, do there need to be some kind of rules? Absolutely. Well, that's for sure. I, I do think it should be... Actually, I don't think it should be uh, treated as a utility. I think it should just be broken up. But, you know, in my view, 
that's something that, you know, is part of this whole, um, basically a, a, an inquiry into that redress of grievances, where you take a look at what they've done with these various social media platforms. And the solution is that you just create a trust and you throw all of those things in a trust and the profits all benefit the American people. It becomes, yeah, they... a, social, becomes a socialized process at first where you say, no, this stuff no longer belongs to these corporations because they've violated the public trust. So what we do is uh, they they become part of a of a national trust, if you will, kind of like forest management or what have you. But the goal is not for it to be ongoing. The goal is to find the best way to break them up and have them become competitive enterprises and the sales proceeds or revenues from whatever is done all goes toward the uh, American citizens. Yeah. And not to, not to the government revenues, but to revenues that pass through directly to the citizens. That's part of what my thinking is. So and that makes sense. I'm, yeah, basically, I'm just saying, yeah, sure, you regulate it, um, but not in the way she's doing. I would go be far more draconian. Yeah, that, and that's where that's where I'm coming from too. Because, I mean, anything, anything that the government puts their hands into, um, they they have a tendency to fuck it up, and and we don't need any more fuck ups. We have enough of them as there is already. Oh, but uh, I mean, I think that's. Someone's behind her doing that. I don't know who it would be. Well, you know, that's funny you say that because I've heard that too, that she is a plant, more or less. Uh, and really is advocating for, uh, on behalf of Facebook and Instagram and Google, they kind of want that to happen so that they control or the government can control what is on social media. Right. What better way to do that than to have somebody come forward with all these accusations and say, Hey, we're on a slippery slope here. We need to, we need you guys to step in here. And, uh, these are, these are the suggestions we have. Um, now, one yeah. thing that one thing she did mention that I kind of agree with is that there needs to be an age limit, but there already is one. So, if you go to create a Facebook or a Instagram profile, they ask you your age, and I think it's twelve, maybe. I, yeah. I it's been so long since I tried to set up a an account, but she said it needs to be sixteen or eighteen years old. Well. Who's gonna? Who's? How are you gonna verify that? They don't verify your age currently. Right. They just ask you to put a date in there, and they're assuming that that date is actually your date of birth. You don't have to enter in any kind of driver's license number or um, a uh, social security number, uh, any kind of 
credit card number. No, you don't. You don't supply them with anything other than what you put in there, in your own text. Um. Right. So, I mean, okay. So, anybody can go on their phone, including an eight-year-old boy or girl, and Google porn. You you don't have to pay for that crap. It's readily available for anyone. You don't have to prove your age or anything. You can lie about it. And you can look up anything that you want to. Some of the most disgusting things that you could ever fathom. I personally don't do that. I I stopped looking at porn in my mid-20s and just started making it. (laughs) So... (laughs) So I I I don't need that garbage. But my kids could. Yeah. And and yeah, does that true. need to be regulated? Absolutely. Uh, but how do you how do you how do you do that with a government that is so drunk on power as it is, and you just continually give them more and more and more? And I think this is a great one of those things that's a great topic of discussion. Yeah, I think it could be. I, I still think you, anytime you regulate something, and I'm not disagreeing that it ought to be, it's just that you have to come, I think, come from the constitutional perspective of, so why is it this needs to be regulated? Why? What is it about this that's crying out for, for a, a constitutionally based solution? And, and that's that's exactly what I would how I would look at it so that but but you realize that's the difference between so-called conservatives and so-called liberals is liberals don't give a shit it's that my opinion is this should be regulated well how why so I mean I think anything that we use as a topic or anything we use in analysis needs to come from here here is my constitutional point this is this is why I think constitutionally this needs to happen yeah because you know if we if you can't make it past muster then it's probably not something that that should be the government should be involved in yeah so you know it's just and i think that's the, the subject i think that's the the angle with any subject i agree so, considering that's i mean that's our foundation yeah. Uh, you know, everything that has to do with the Constitution, freedoms, and the threats to them. Um, regulation of social media is a threat to your freedom. Dep- yeah. Depending on how it is regulated. Yep. It sure is. Because if you start... Be careful, what, be careful what you wish for, then. Well, I've got like, uh, yeah, absolutely. I've got like eight or nine days left of this 30-day suspension. And I don't know if you've seen any of the reports, but, uh, and I know you don't have, you're short of time and, and that's my fault. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I've got to go, but okay. Uh, so the, the F. Joe Biden chants that are going around all the sporting events, they actually even did one at the uh, Ryder Cup. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that. A friend of mine emailed yeah. me. Yeah. 
Un, Unfreaking believable. They said that, you know, golf is a subdued sport. And it, it, I was watching a, a guy explain this, and I can't remember who he was. It was on Donald Trump Jr. posted it. And he's talking about it, and he said, we're talking about the Ryder Cup. But he said, in general, most of the time, if you ever watched a golf tournament, there's not a whole lot of hooping and hollering going on. He said, you know, back when Tiger Woods actually was able to play golf, he said there was always that one guy. And he was even on a par five, it's his first shot, and he'd hit his first shot, and a guy would yell somewhere in the crowd, get in the hole! <laughs> he's like, it's a, par, oh, yeah. it's a par five, you fucking idiot. And so <laughs> he's like, this happened at the Ryder Cup. This is like the Olympics of golf. Mm-hmm. It's the United States versus the world. And there's video. And he goes to the video, and I just, it blew my mind. And I'm like, this is, and he said, this is not, this is not a one time occurrence. He says, this is a phenomenon. Yeah. And it's happening. It's happening in restaurants. It's happening at sporting events. And then, of course, you know, his biggest thing was the Ryder Cup. But, but I got 30 days banned on Facebook for F Joe and the Ho. And so I'm going to repost that on my timeline. And I'm going to just explain that this is, this is what you get 30 days in solitary confinement for in the United States when you say the letter F, Joe, and the Ho spelled H-O-E. I was talking about Frank Joe, my gardener, who destroyed two rows of beans with his hoe. <laughs> and I got put in Facebook jail. I, how do they know that's not what I was saying? How do, how do you... How do they determine what I was implying and what I was actually saying and who I was saying about by those five words? Actually, four words in a letter. Well, yeah, I think that's a good topic myself. It's just, you know, it's what happens when people go too far and it's like, well, if it's a private, why can't we just sue them? How about we just start with removing their exemption? So, but I think it's a great, to- I have, I do have to go. So I do think that's a good topic. Yeah. Thanks for listening to an inquiry into freedom with your host, Ron Harlow and yours truly, Alan Paul. You can find us at an inquiry into freedom.com where you can subscribe, send us emails, and check out our new content. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Until then, stay free, America.